Hi, and welcome to Beyond Breakthroughs, where we discuss everything related to business growth, spirituality, manifestation, and all things universal laws. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, founder and creator of the CEO Blueprint, helping women create massive abundance in their life and business on their terms, free from burnout with absolutely no grinding over here. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be coming to you here live from sunny Florida. We are here. We have arrived. I'm looking out at my beautiful view. We honestly have dolphins swimming in the morning. I'm not even shitting you guys. And yachts parked out front. Like, this is pure manifestation. And this has, like, been on our vision board. And I just want to say this because it's so powerful and it's going to go in line with what I'm going to be speaking about today, but there's no freaking way we would be doing this if we weren't in the work. Dave and I would have never gotten here. We would never have manifested this if we both weren't students of this work and practice and teach the work. And this was certainly not the way my life was going five years ago. So now more than ever, I just, I feel like even another level of awareness and understanding that the power of the mind and doing the internal work to shift the beliefs, the limiting beliefs, the false ideas to really reprogram the mind creates a completely new reality. And on that note, before I even dive into the episode, my upcoming CEO Blueprint Masterclass series is starting this Wednesday, March 2nd. And there is still time to register. So here's the deal. This is my foundational program where I go through all of the limiting beliefs and how they got stored and who they, you got them from and discovering your blind spots and all the things that keep you stuck. This is the foundational piece that I had to do that I teach where people seriously start to make massive shifts in their reality because it's the foundation. It's the basics of the work. And I only teach this course now twice a year. So it's now, it's happening. Go register. We're going to link this up in my show notes. So what's the thought? What's the podcast today? It's the power of intention. The power of intention. Okay, guys, this, this episode, I like literally still have heart palpitations because I, I'm going to be sharing with you the saga <laughs> of our trip coming down here. And the reason I'm sharing this story with you is a lot of you have asked me about, like, tell us about your story getting down here, because I kind of alluded to it was a bit of a shit show. But I'm, I'm telling you the story because it's about the fact that I am the work in action. See, it's one thing to teach the work, and it's another thing to be the work. It's one thing to say that you're doing the work, and another thing to actually practice what you preach. And I do believe that in the coaching and personal development industry, there can be a lot of people out of integrity because they say they teach the work, but they don't live the work. I am, I am very humbled every day because I am a student of this work and I have a bunch of shit sandwiches land on my head all the time. And because I'm in the work and I know how to overcome my own internal objections and I know how to move through the work, I am literally the work in action and practice every day. And this trip coming down here was a beautiful illustration of that. So let me, let me tell you this story. And I just want you to listen to this story. And I want you to hear the through line of the story, which is that it is about the power of holding an intention, notwithstanding the circumstances. So we had booked our tickets to come to Florida, February 12th. And our flight was leaving at 1230 p.m. And 
there was a lot of moving parts to get down here, you know, like all the tests you have to do and this, and we had to move our ship, our car, and we had to rent a place and we had to put my son in school and we had to deal with all our stuff back home. And we were both, Dave and I were both really busy with work and, you know, we had to get, my son requires a mask exemption. The rules are always changing. It was, you know, the truck was leaving. We got to pack up our place for three months. It's not like we're going for two weeks. What are we bringing? What are we like the whole nine yards? You can imagine, especially if you have kids, it's like, it's a bit of a thing. And I really tell myself on, on being very organized. And the reason I'm very organized is because when I was a kid, if I lost or misplaced something, or if I wasn't organized, it came with severe consequences, like a bit of an ass beating, to be honest. So because of that, I have become, you know, it's, I'm a sort of, I always say like a perfectionist in recovery, but I'm someone that like has my ducks in a row. Like I'm packed two weeks before the trip. Like, honestly, I'm not even kidding you. Like Dave would come into our bedroom and our, my bags were already packed two weeks before. And he's like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, well, number one, I'm like in my mind, I'm already in Florida. So it's like the power of that intention. But yes, I'm like packed two weeks before. Whereas, you know, my husband packs the, the morning up. So this is where we're different and it's beautiful. And we ground each other in, in both those places. So I'm packed. My kid's packed. We got the exemptions, we're doing our PCR tests, we got to do all the things, all is good in the hood, it's Friday evening, uh, 5.30, 6 o'clock, having dinner with my family, watching a bit of TV with my son, and all of a sudden, I get this pang in my stomach, like a gut-wrenching feeling. I had to sip some water, because like, I, I literally, my throat closes up when I even talk about this. I'm like, I get this gun, gut-wrenching feeling, Adele, go check Elia's passport. Like, I, I, I just knew in my gut in that moment his passport had expired. And here's the thing, I hadn't even thought about it until that moment because there were so many other things to do. And he hadn't traveled with us since Costa Rica and yada yada. So I go upstairs and I take out like where we put, I keep my pass, the passports, they were already packed up, ready to go. Like we're leaving the next freaking day. The cab's getting us at 9 a.m. And I look at Ilya's passport and it's expired. And I am like, oh shit. And I'm sitting there for about 10 minutes, like in my mind processing, okay, what are we going to do? Like, what are my options? And at this moment, Dave, my husband, walks up the stairs and he sees me looking there and he knows by the look in my face. He's like, what? I'm like, Elias' passport's expired. And he's like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah. And we look at each other and within 35 seconds, we go into massive problem solving mode. We're like, okay, what are we going to do? So I get on the phone, I call my assistant and my executive assistant and my business manager, Grace. God bless her soul. It was like 7.30 on a Friday night. She's doing stuff with her family, but she answers the phone. She's like, what's up? I go, this is the deal. And we go into massive action. So we start calling the, like, basically, you know, passport office. There's like an urgent line, da 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 da, da an emergency line. She's like, okay, I can get you an appointment tomorrow in Mississauga, which is like a 40-minute drive from us in the morning you know, you guys have to go there and basically appeal and you can possibly get the same day thing. Now I'm like, okay, let's move our flight from 1230 to 530. We're going to need that, that room. And in the meantime, we have to go get passport photos 
and we have to wait till 9 a.m. the next morning for them to call us to assign a time to go speak to this person, yada, yada. So we go get passport photos. It's 6.30 or 7 o'clock. My son usually goes to bed at 7.30. He's in his pajamas. I'm like, okay, we're getting in the car. He's like, where are we going? I'm like, we're going to get photos for your passport. He was a trooper, gets in the truck. We go to, to Shoppers Drug Mart and we have to get passport photos and we're, we park our car and it's raining and it's nighttime and it's cold and we get out of the car and Dave is getting out. He's driving on the driver's side and he almost gets hit by a car who was swerving to change lanes. And I, it all happened so fast that I saw my husband literally jump up on the roof of our truck to stop himself from getting hit by a truck. In that moment, I was like, God, there's a divine force happening here. There is a lesson. Something is happening in this experience. And because of being in this work, guys, I was able to see that in that moment without going into... If this was me five years ago, I would have been like, fuck it. We're going to have to wait till Monday to change, to go to the, like, I wouldn't have even gone through any of this. I would have just been like, you know what? It's not meant to be. We got to go next week, like delay the, the, the flight, blah, 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 blah. But because of this work, I was like, no, we're, go- we want this bad enough. We are going for it, whatever it takes. So Dave hops on the roof of the truck. He almost gets hit by a car. And everyone on the street is like, oh my God, he almost got hit. Like, but me and my son didn't see it because we were on the other side. So Dave is like sitting there. He's like completely in shock. We get him water. Like we're both look at each other. He's like, holy shit. Like I can't. And I just like looked up at the universe. I'm like, God, thank you. That could have ended so differently. It just grounded me back in gratitude. But I also knew that this was, this is what the obstacles that, that are in the way that show that ask, basically the universe is like, how fucking badly do you want to go tomorrow and we wanted it badly so we get the photos we go home the next day 9 a.m the agent calls us and says 11 o'clock is your appointment get down to mississauga bring a hundred million paperwork things and show up to make a long story very short i sat in this mall on a bench waiting for them to basically decide whether or not we qualified for this emergency passport because I had court documents and custody things and it was a whole thing and they had to send it to head office in Ottawa and it's a Saturday so not everybody's working and I sat on this park bench and meditated and prayed and held the intention for four hours. We were there from nine Sorry, more than four. It was, uh, we were there at 11, so um, 12, 1, 2, 3. Yeah, by 3 o'clock, they gave, me the, they gave me the answer. But so for four hours, I sat there and I watched. I, I, I saw myself in my mind getting approved and us getting to the airport and getting on that plane and my parents picking us up in Florida. I kept holding the intention. Every time doubt would creep in and every time fear would creep in and every time I wanted to cry, which I did many times, I'd go back to visualizing the desire, visualizing the arrival, seeing myself arriving, seeing myself on the plane, seeing us landing, seeing us there, seeing it, seeing it, seeing it. And at three o'clock, they open the door and they see me sitting there, the two women that were basically doing all this work to get us this passport. And they look at me, they go, you got approved. And I just started bawling my fucking eyes out. I was like, oh my God. And they handed me this passport at 3 p.m. 
at this point, Dave and my son had already gone home to get our bags to basically pick me up and get to the airport. Dave had told me later that day that he was visualizing me texting him saying we got approved, which I did text him that. They basically pick me up and we get to the airport just in time to board our five o'clock flight. I tell you this story because it was nothing other than an act of God, faith, miracles, intention, and belief that if you truly believe you can have it, you can have it. And if you believe you can't have it, you cannot have it. I, so many times in that day, guys, I was beating myself up like, how could I have done this? How could I have not checked? I did in my whole, like, beat myself up like I was a child. I went through that whole rigmarole. But I kept bringing myself back to Adele. This is happening for you, not to you. Adele, there's a greater reason to this. There's something in this for you. And here's what there was. It brought out another level of my commitment. It brought out another level of I'll do whatever it takes. It brought out another level of my power. It brought out another level of my agency. It brought out another level of my own authority. It brought out another level of the power of intention for both me, my son, and my husband. It showed us that we're a family that will live in alignment with desire and do what's required to get there. And this, my friends, is the quintessence. You have to be willing to do the things. You have to be willing to step through the, the, the loops, the jumps, the, overco- the overcoming the obstacles, the objections, the hurdles that the universe puts out to say, you say you want it, but how badly? If that was me four or five years ago, honestly, I would have been like, that Friday night when I realized the passport was expired, I would have been like, hey, well, uh, cancel that trip for tomorrow. We're going to have to go to the passport office on Monday and uh, probably leave Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday next week. Like, very practical, very rational. But because I'm trained in this work, because I recognize that if I desire it, it's already here, because I know that I'll do whatever is required to go to the next level, that wasn't even an option when I was sitting there waiting for this passport on the Saturday. And the women kept telling me, don't, don't, um," what did they say to me? They're like, we don't want to get your hopes up, Miss Tevlin. You you might not get this today because of your 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 uh, case is a little bit more complicated. And I said, well, what would be the other option? They're like, well, you're going to have to go back to the passport office when it opens on Monday. And I looked at them. I go, guys, that's not an option for me. Let's let's do this. And they're like, well, yeah, like we're just telling you. I go, no, like let's just do this, okay? Let's all put the intention that this is happening. And I swear to God, they looked at me and they smiled. And they could tell that I wasn't fucking kidding. I was serious. And so they, that transferred, my belief transferred on to them. And they got it done. Because they actually told me after when I got the password at three, they're like, Adele, there's no way this would have normally happened because we had to talk to our head office in Ottawa and no one ever works there. But there was happened to be a person that was working there that day. Yada, yada, yada. The power of the universe and the power of intention. So that is my story for you today. Anything that you want, that you're willing to do what's required, is available to you. No matter what it takes, it's available to you. You have to ask yourself, how badly do you want it? Because if you want it badly and you believe you can have it, there's absolutely nothing you can't accomplish and achieve. All right, I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. So listen, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And more than anything, what I really want you to know is that you can have whatever your heart desires 
simply because you exist. You're worthy of having it all. If you thought that today's episode was amazing, I would love for you to share and spread the love by tagging me on Instagram, sharing this episode, and making sure that you leave a five-star review. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes going forward. Have an amazing day.